Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour behavior. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hi, I'm Francesca and welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. This is episode four. Yes, I'm still going strong. And today is all about health. Now, health is something that we all want. It's something we all strive for, but perhaps we take for granted. We don't think about it that often until, of course, our health is bad. We get some bad news and then we're like, oh, I'd give anything not to have this news. I'd give anything not to have this condition. And then all we want is our health to be back to normal. I did a video on this on my YouTube channel, also called Law of Attraction Changed My Life, many years ago that mainly consisted of me basically saying that you could have front row tickets at a Kanye West concert, but it's no good if you spend the whole time shitting yourself. Um, Hopefully this episode is going to be a little bit more informative and eloquent and a more expansive version of that original video. So if you are in bad health or you have a condition that you need help with, it is the ideal time to turn to the law of attraction. 
There's been so much research on placebo effects and the power of the mind and how actually we can control our bodies and how they respond to things through our mind. After all, disease, the word disease is made up of dis-ease. It is a dis-ease in our body to tell us that something is not in harmony, something is not right. One of my favourite people that talks about the law of attraction and the power of the mind and health is a guy called Dr. Joe Dispenza. And he was saying about where the um, placebo effect originated from. And placebo is so interesting. It is a deep dive. If you want to go onto the internet and Google that shit, there is so much there. It actually is equal to or sometimes greater than in effectiveness than medication and that is a fucking wild a wild thing to get your head around um it actually was discovered when a world war ii surgeon ran out of morphine his name was henry beecher and he was serving in world war ii and he ran out of fucking morphine as you do we've all been there i once turned up to a spray tan job and i had no solution with me it happens to the best of us so beecher ran out of morphine and at the time he was about to operate on a badly wounded soldier he had no painkiller. He was going to have to operate on this guy with nothing, with just a, a ball gag in the old mouth. And so he filled up a syringe with saline solution and just gave the soldier a shot as if it was morphine. And he was absolutely astounded to see that the patient reacted as if he had been given morphine. This is insane because have you ever done morphine? My Lord, I have, I say done, like I've done it on the street corner. I mean, in a hospital, I've had morphine two or three times in my life. And I have to tell you, those were the best days of my life. <laughs> it is, I mean, I know it's heroin. I'm I'm not saying go out and do heroin, but my, it just, trust me, it's a good time. Um. Anyway, the guy completely reacted as if he had had the morphine and Beecher went ahead and gave him the surgery, cut into skin, did all his shit, sewed that shit up. And it was, it was as if he'd had the morphine. So this became quite a regular practice for Beecher and his colleagues. They often ran out of morphine and they would just inject salt water. And it was a placebo. Um, in 1955, he made history when he authored a clinical review of 15 studies published by the Journal of American Medi Medical Association that not only discussed a huge significance of placebos, but also called for a new model of medical research that would randomly assign subjects to receive active medications or placebos. So this still goes on today. Placebos still go on today. And it is incredible. The power of your mind. So the guy I was just telling you about, Dr. Joe, go follow him on Instagram. I'm going to link everything down below in the show notes. Um, he said, the body doesn't know the difference between an experience or a thought. You can literally change your biology, chemistry, hormones and genes simply by having an inner event. This guy has 1.2 million followers on Instagram. He's a New York Times bestseller. He's a researcher of epigenics, quantum physics and neuroscience. And I tell you, once you start looking into the, the stuff that he's uncovered, you're going to have such a bigger belief system in your own body and your own mind and your own ability to heal. So the reason I started researching all of this, apart from my natural curiosity with anything to do with the law of attraction and the power of our minds, during my divorce, I developed an autoimmune disease. Now, what is an autoimmune disease? They basically give it that name when the doctors don't know what the fuck is happening. Why is your body attacking its own immune system? Why is it trying to kill itself? We don't know. So we're just going to call it an autoimmune disease and you'll have to be on medication for the rest of your life. I can pinpoint the exact moment 
that I developed this condition. And it is a condition that they have told me, it is Crohn's disease. So they told me, this is it, bitch, you got it for life. You have to take eight tablets a day. I had just got divorced and it was as much as my divorce was a positive experience for me and I'm definitely happy that I'm single now. It was also, let's not be naive. It was, it was a hard time. I had to move out of my family home and I was kind of given no options of where else to live. I had moved up to Lincolnshire to be near my family because I had a very young baby and I wanted to stay around my support system. And long story short, for reasons that I shan't go into, every option was taken away from me. I wasn't allowed to rent my sister's house. I wasn't allowed to share with a friend. I had no options left for me other than to move back to my little one bedroom apartment in London on top of a pub. (laughs) It's not really the ideal place that you want to take your 18 month old daughter to. Um, And not only that, it was completely away from all of my family, my entire support network. And I felt like as much as when I look back now, I absolutely loved that year in London and I cherish it and I made the most of it. I mean, Bohemia and I do not let this be a sub story. We lived our best fucking lives that year. We both got Shoreditch House membership. We spent our lifetime on a rooftop pool. Um, we had a wonderful life there and I tried to make it as positive experience as possible, especially as I knew it wasn't forever. But that is still a very significant thing to have to be torn away from your family with a young baby and go and live on your own in London in a one bedroom flat. And that was a very, very stressful time for me. I think no matter how negative a marriage ends up being, it's still a very distressing event to have to go through in your life. And then add on top of that, my friend and I decided to buy a beauty salon, a hair and beauty salon that needed complete refurbishment. It's probably the biggest project I've ever undertaken in my life. It was one of the most stressful times of my life. And I remember us being at this salon and... It was only like four rooms, so I don't understand why it was so stressful. We had to put a new sign up. We had to redecorate the inside. We had new walls put up. We had new flooring. It was just never ending. And of course, every day that you're decorating this place or getting it ready, you're not earning money. So we were paying rent on our old place and we were paying rent on the new place, but we couldn't take clients at the new place because it wasn't ready. So it was very, very stressful. Add on top of that, that I had no childcare and I had an 18-month-old have you ever tried to decorate with an 18-month-old in, in the room with you? Let me tell you, it is not fun. Um, my business partner, Louisa, had her lovely husband who was helping us with so much stuff. And I was very acutely aware that I had no one helping me. And I remember going up to Lincolnshire at the weekend and just saying to my dad, like, I need help. I don't often ask for help, but I need help. Like, I'm I'm undertaking the biggest thing in my life. I've just gone through a divorce. I've just moved to London by myself with a baby and I'm opening up a salon to try and better my life and I need help. And he said, no, he said, no, he said, I'm not going to take a couple of days off work to come and do it. And I had to accept that answer. Um, The salon also opened for about six or nine months before any of my family visited. And that's fine. It's something I've gotten over now. But for some reason, at that point in my life, that was very significant to me. It was very significant to me that my entire family all lived in an area where I hadn't grown up there. 
They only moved there because my sister moved there. My mum actually left my wedding a day early to go and move up there. Um, and I was left with kind of nobody down south. And that was quite a difficult... I, I don't think I ever really got over that either. And so I have spent the last couple of years of my life really striving to be in two places, to try and hold on to those relationships with those people. And I found that a struggle and little did I know, but this was all manifesting itself internally, mostly in the bowels, apparently. So I remember being at that salon and decorating and saying, oh my God, look at my stomach. I look about nine months pregnant. And I did. I looked, my stomach was massive. I was in quite a lot of pain. And boom, that's where it started. A, a journey of about nine months to a year of being undiagnosed with Crohn's disease and feeling like I was going to die. I got to the point where I couldn't eat. I barely ate. I didn't eat in front of people. I didn't really go out to social occasions. I had to cut my workload in, a, in about half because I had to keep going home throughout the day to go to the toilet. I'm telling you, more blood came out of my bum than I've ever seen <laughs> come out of anyone. And it just kept coming out day after day. And I was like, surely I must be dead by now. No one should bleed this much through their ass and still be alive. But sure enough, I'm still here, bitches. I survived. It took about a year to get a diagnosis. And thank God, once I did, they put me on medication, eight tablets a day for the rest of my life and told me, this is it. This is what you have. But because the good old underfunded NHS here in the UK took so long to diagnose me, I did start to look into a lot of alternative therapies. I looked into a lot of stuff about how your mind can manifest things. If you have trauma or emotional pain, guess where they manifest? Mostly in your stomach. That is your um, your second brain, is your, is your stomach and your microbiome because you are feeling emotional trauma and you don't know how to deal with it. So what's interesting is around about this same time, my ex-husband was almost paralysed. Um, he developed a crushed vertebrae in his back and this undiagnosed back pain where he actually could not walk. He couldn't walk. He was bed bound for quite a long time and the prognosis was really bad. And he looked up a guy called Dr. John Sarno and read his books. And it was all about, again, how um, emotional trauma and emotional pain manifests itself physically in the body. I'm proud to say that he has cured himself. If you saw this man two years ago, you wouldn't believe it. He would like wheel himself around on an office chair and he could barely walk. He was going to hospital. They couldn't find out what was wrong with him. He cured himself. So we were both recovering from this massive life event in kind of the same way. His manifested itself as this acute back pain that he basically couldn't walk. He couldn't do any activities that he used to do. And mine manifested itself in an autoimmune disease in my stomach. So the first person I discovered was a guy called Hal Elrod, who wrote the Miracle Morning book, which I'm going to leave the link below again because I absolutely love it. Um, he was given a 10 to 30% survival rate um, and he replaced his fear with faith and came up with these six practices that you do every morning. And a lot of this, I'm, I'm going to link so much stuff below, you're going to be busy for days. But if you look up Hal Elrod, there is so much information there. There's so much wisdom there. There's so many statistics. There's so many facts. It is absolutely inspirational, motivational. He was given um, a very low chance of 
ever walking again. He was hit by a drunk driver when he was younger and he was told he would never walk again. And then he got cancer and he was given a really low survival rate. And actually he was like, one thing he said that really interested me was how when we hear statistics, a lot of people, when they are given prognosis or diagnosis and they're like, well, there's a 20% survival rate, your mind instantly takes you to oh, for fuck's sake, well, I'm the 80% that are going to fucking die, aren't I? Why do you instantly put yourself in the negative percentage? Why do you put yourself in the negative statistic? He said, all you have to do is make the decision that I am going to be in the 20% that survives this. I am going to be in the 20% that gets through this and goes on to live a normal life. So I listened to a lot of Hal Elrod. He has an amazing podcast. Check it out. And I also found an incredible documentary on Netflix called Heal. That had a lot of people on there that I also went on to study a little bit more what they're all about. And there is so much to this. And I truly believe that you can heal yourself using your mind. You just need to look into it. You need to you need to educate yourself. It's not enough to know it's possible. You have to look up the methods. You have to apply them. You have to have consistency. You have to have belief and faith. So I put it on my goal list at the beginning of the year, not this year, last year, that I wanted to not be in pain anymore. I wanted to be cured of my autoimmune disease, although they do tell you that you cannot be cured of an autoimmune disease. It is there for life now. Um, I wanted to feel like I have no symptoms. I want it to not be such a massive part of my life as it once was. And sure enough, two months later, I happened to be listening to a podcast um, called Natch Butte and they had a company on there called Seed that was all about your microbiome, symbiotics. I got these symbiotics shipped over from LA and I'm not the sort of person to listen to a podcast or to or watch an advert and be like, I'm going to order that shit. It was $70 a month for a subscription, quite a lot for me. And I, I ordered that shit and you better believe my symptoms completely disappeared and this now does not affect me whatsoever. It's not a thing in my life. It's just not a thing. It used to be such a massive part of my life. It would affect me in so many ways. Everyone I spoke to, I would talk about it because I was in so much pain all the time. Now it's not a thing. It's gone. So there's so much evidence on the power of the mind to do with health. There's so many people to look up. There's so many statistics. If you really start to dive into it, all you need is that evidence for your belief And then you can turn that belief into your faith that you can heal yourself too. Dr. John Sarno, he is the um, creator of like the mind-body syndrome. He says that nerve and muscular pain is caused by trauma. You've got to read his books. Absolutely incredible. Like I say, my ex-husband completely swears by him. There's also Dr. Emoto, um, the Japanese scientist. He conducted some water experiments years ago. And you must have seen this on Instagram where people have like a jar of rice in water and one jar, they tell it good things. They tell it you're amazing, you're loved, you're beautiful. And they tell the other one, you're a fucking sicko, you're ugly, you're shit. And it's incredible the difference in how these two different rices react. You leave them there for, twenty, I think it's 28 days. The one that you've given positive and pure affirmations to stays pretty pure. It's white. It's it's glorious. The other one goes so mouldy and fucked up and mutated and nasty. 
that is a real experiment that you can do in your home. Do you know what? I feel like doing it with my daughter, but I don't know if she'll get it. She's only three. But it's such an interesting experiment. Look up Dr. Emoto water experiment. He he has all of these pictures under a telescope of water that they told different affirmations to. And it's amazing that the human consciousness can actually affect the cellular, the molecular structure of water. We are what? 70%, 80% water? So if you can do that to water, imagine what it's doing to yourself if you're telling yourself bad things or if you're reliving bad things versus if you're telling yourself good things. Another thing I find helpful is to remember that our cells are replaced constantly. So the body that we have now is a completely different body to what we had two, three years ago. We are literally a new person. You know when you exfoliate real hard in the bath just before you spray tan and you come out and you're like, I feel like a new person. I just sloughed off like 20 pounds of skin. That is because you are literally a new person. You are renewing your cells constantly. Some take days, others take months or years, but within a few years, you will have a brand new physical body. So you could wonder if some of these cells are fucked up, if some of these cells have cancer in them, if some of these cells have an autoimmune disease that that's that's bringing problems to the body. Why, when a new cell is created, would it mutate again? It's because the thought is holding it there. It's that thought that I have this problem in my stomach. This is who I am. I have this problem. And so it just continues to grow and continues to grow. You would not believe how many people I see on Instagram that in their bio, in their motherfucking bio, they have their condition or their illness. And I can understand for some people that might be empowering, but I really don't think that you should define yourself by your condition or by your illness. You're making it a part of who you are. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to give it that power. I used to be on a Crohn's and Colitis um, Facebook support group and I took myself out. I took myself out of it. I don't want to see people, oh, I got my stoma bag today and I'm so happy and confident. Good for you, Jilly. Good for you. But I don't want to see your stoma bag because that's not going to be part of my life. That's not my story. I'm not going to be that person. So I take myself out of that shit. I literally take myself out of it. I don't talk to anyone about my illness anymore. This is the first time I've spoken about it in so long. I don't talk about it. I don't have it anymore. It's not a part of me. But what I do know is that living a positive life will give you a healthy body. And having a negative life will most definitely do the opposite. There's a lot of stuff to look into on the autonomic nervous system about how if we're living in a constant stress or fear state, that there is no energy to repair or build or protect our bodies. It puts us in a constant state of fight or flight. The stress hormones, the adrenal levels, they, they, it, it's not good for you. And for some people, they're in that state near enough all the time and you're going to get sick. I hate to tell you. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us. 
because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. One of my favorite people to read about is a guy called Bernie Siegel. And he was on Hal Elrod's podcast and he's got some real pearls of wisdom. He was saying that your childhood and your childhood trauma determines your life and your health. He said that there was a Harvard study conducted where they asked people the simple question, did your parents love you? Did they love you? Of the participants that said yes, 24% of them developed major illness by the time they were 35. And those participants that said, no, my parents did not love me, 98% developed major illness by the time they were 35. 98%. It is a true indicator of how much our childhood and how much we carry trauma and stress in our lives manifest in our body. He also talks about blame versus responsibility and how it may not be our fault that we've had a horrible childhood. It may not be our fault that we were bullied at school. It may not be our fault that we were in an abusive relationship, but it certainly is our responsibility to fix that. It's our responsibility. It's no one else's. No matter what's happened to you, it's no one else's responsibility but your own to fix that and to not pass it on to any other people or the next generation, your children. Break that cycle. It is your responsibility. You can do that in a number of ways. He talks about reparenting yourself. Um, I sometimes think that I don't take great care of myself at times. And I sometimes think, imagine you are Bohemia, my little daughter. How do you treat her? Would you would you let her live like this? And I'm like, no. So before I go to bed, I'm going to give myself a bath. I'm going to brush my hair. I'm going to moisturize myself. I'm going to brush my teeth, put myself clean pajamas on, read myself a book, little nightlight and put myself to bed. Not just stumble into bed after brushing your teeth for two seconds. Oh, have I cleansed my face? No, fuck it. I have to sometimes treat myself like I am my own daughter. And I find that that really helps me. You might find something that helps you too. But Bernie says pretty much the same as what Hal says, is that the thing with survivors, are they are the people who decide to survive. They're the people that say, I am in the 20% that will survive. And they make a decision and they do it. Years ago, I used to work for a company in the city and I did pretty much the same career route as most basic bitches from Essex who get on that C2C line into London and take any old job in the city, secretary, receptionist, glorified PA, I don't know. And I did that for about 10 years. And during that entire time, I have to tell you, I did not fucking enjoy it, okay? I didn't enjoy it one bit. I hated the journey. I hated the commute. I hated having to be somewhere at 9am. 9am, man. I struggled with that so hard, I can't tell you. I would clock watch all day. I was not a fan of this nine to five life. I had chronic migraines my entire 20s. I would suffer with about three migraines per week. My attendance at my last known job was, what is 
takeaway 30. 70%, I had 70% attendance. I had 30% absence. It was so bad that my boss sent me to a private doctor to figure out what the fuck is wrong with this girl? Why Why does she get so many migraines? Why can't she come in? And she came back and the woman said, they're real. They're real. Everything she's describing, she's not making it up. They're real. And let me fucking tell you, they were real. If you've never had a migraine before, oh, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. It is so painful. You feel like you're going to be sick. Sometimes you are sick. You can't stand light. You can't stand sound. You can't do anything. It is absolutely paralyzing. And I suffered with this for over 10 years. Now, let me tell you something interesting. Six years ago, I quit my job and it wasn't to get another job. It was to set up my own business and work for myself. Guess how many days off I've had because of migraines in the last six years? None, bitch. None. The answer is none. I do not have chronic migraines anymore. I may get one every two months or every like maybe one a month around my period because I think I'm a woman. I'm just prone to it. I'm very hormonal. But I do not have this chronic condition that caused me to be on beta blockers for a lot of my 20s. Like it's insane. I don't have it anymore because I'm now in a job that I love. I'm passionate about my work. I get up and I'll do my first client at 6am. I do not miss a day. I don't miss a client unless I am either giving birth or I'm I've been run over by a fucking bus. I do not miss a day. I once was out with my brother-in-law and we went and drank on a rooftop in the midday sun all day, about three bottles of rosé. And I was so drunk. And I was like, shit, I've got a spray tan at five o'clock. I've got to go home. So I went back to the salon and I did a spray tan. And I don't know how this girl did not know that I was so drunk because I was. She didn't seem to mind. I mean, I can spray tan with my eyes closed. But I didn't miss that appointment. I never have. And that is because I'm just so passionate about what I do now. My whole body knows it. And I'm finally free to just live and be in this body. Isn't that insane that a job literally made me sick? A way of life, that nine to five way of life made me sick. So anyway, um, I hope this has all been really useful to you. I actually want to give you a little bit of homework, a little bit of further reading to do. Like I said, I'm going to leave it all in the show notes, but mostly a book called Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And if you look him up on Instagram, he has so much to do with the health and law of attraction aspect of things, how he recovered from cancer, how he recovered from being nearly paralyzed. Um, the Netflix documentary Heal is absolutely enlightening absolutely incredible. You've got to go over there and watch that if you have Netflix. If you don't, use your free login from a friend. You know you've all got one from an ex or a friend. You got it. Um, Dr. Emoto Water Experiment, absolutely fascinating. Have a look. Bernie Siegel, he is not on Instagram because he's old as fuck. So I think he's just not, he's not down for that social media life. But he does have a book called Love, Medicine and Miracles. Uh, Dr. John Sarna, like I said. And also one more thing. Does anybody watch Goop Lab on Netflix? It is the most incredible series I've ever watched in my life. It's all about Gwyneth Paltrow's headquarters of the Goop. Like, uh, what is it? A lifestyle brand, a blog, whatever it is. It's her headquarters. And she gets her staff to do all this crazy shit. And each episode is about a different uh, thing that she makes them try. So one week it's all about vaginas. Another week it's all about MDMA therapy. 
that was wild. Um, and one of the episodes is about a guy called Wim Hof, who is called like the Iceman. And he can influence his own immune system. I, there's so much to say about the Wim Hof method. I'm actually going to dedicate an entire episode to it. Something I'm thinking about doing in the future, maybe when I'm not pregnant, because this does involve plunging yourself into icy water and breathing really rapidly. So I feel like that might not be best to do whilst I'm pregnant with twins. But I want to do almost like a little law of attraction book club. So I pick a book and I live by it for a week and then I let you know the results because there's so many things like um, Hallel Rod's Miracle Morning. I want to do that with uh, the Wim Hof method. I want to do that as well. So I'm not even going to get into it here because look, we're probably half an hour in and we ain't got time. Um, but there's so much further reading to do. If you are suffering with an illness, a condition, something that's happened to you, please know that you can heal yourself. Your mind has the capacity to do it. And when I say that, I think sometimes it can be really jarring for some people because you're like, what? I didn't bring this on myself. I didn't ask to be like this. I didn't ask for this pain. Of course you didn't. You consciously didn't ask for it. But there's something in your body that is so at disease with itself that it's created this disease. And if we can just be aware of that, and start to move towards being better at ease. Like I said about the whole migraine situation, I changed the biggest thing in my life, which was how I spent eight to 12 hours a day of my life. And that condition completely went. I think it's so empowering and I hope that you're totally on board with it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember you can subscribe to be notified every time I have a new episode drop every Friday. Please download the... Uh, the episodes because that really helps me out. They count downloads. They don't count listens for some reason. So if you download it, that's amazing. You can also leave me um, a review. That would be fantastic. And you can come and follow me on Instagram. I'm at Law of Attraction Change My Life. And I'm also at Francesca Amber if you just want to see lots of pictures of matching twin baby clothes because that is just what I'm about right now. So remember, even in the midst of the most challenging time of your life, you always have the choice to be the best you've ever been. Who said that? Hal Elrod. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands or maybe you're a crafter and you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go, or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books 
to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, so check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.